All right, guys. Wow. Sportscast on its way. Nordy's podcast. We're here. We're giving you all the things you need to talk about, including old Mike Tyson. He's coming out. He's making videos. They look cool. Do we want to see him fight? We're not sure. We're going to talk about some local sports, Ant Harris deal. We're going to be talking about things that you can watch, sports coming back, NBA in a dome. We don't know. And we're going to tell you which Bundesliga team that you should be cheering for. Here we go. Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nord East Sportscast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? I'm pretty excited to talk sports for the most part. I'm uh, I'm here, man. I'm ready to go. How are you? I'm excited to talk with my buddies. We had a great podcast earlier this week where we broke down Jonah Hill's career, overrated, underrated, listen to find out. We broke down 90s cartoons. I know even the biggest haters amongst you can get down with some 90s cartoon talk. Uh, we talked about some shows to watch, some news that was happening, and we rewatched the Guardians of the Galaxy too. So go back, check out that episode. That episode slayed. It was, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, are you assuming haters are listening? I don't know. I was just saying, like, people are crabby. <laughs> in the world. I'm not saying our listeners are crabby, but, like, people are crabby in the world. And I feel like a, pl- a common place we could all meet up and, like, be cool would be 90s cartoons. It felt like that. It felt like that. Um, so we have a real fun episode. Uh, but before we dive into the sports cast, we need you guys, the listeners, to give us a follow on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at Nord East Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean Podcast app and Spotify. And uh, subscribe. Get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. Everyone has all these great deals. We do too. Nordies podcast free. Friendship free. Things to talk about with your friends and family. Geeks to steal free. Do what you got to do. But uh, Nordies podcast, we're here for you. And we want you guys to support us by giving us a review and mention us to a friend. Just be like, hey, dude, I hear you. You're bored. There's nothing to watch. You like podcasts? You know what a podcast is? Well, it's like having friends that you don't get to talk in their conversation. Join us on these podcasts each and every week. And you can you can regurg- regurgitate our takes and sound semi-intelligent. Yes, absolutely. Eric, you should definitely sell like pillows on TV. That was unbelievable. Yeah, there we go. All right, guys. Um, so after you do that, we're all going to be uh, we're drinking some beer because um, that's what we do here, especially during quarantine. You know, no one's got to get up and go to work. So what do we do? We drink beer. Um, yep. What are you guys drinking for this episode? I'll go first since I'm drinking probably the least important or least interesting beer of the bunch. Okay. Um, I'm drinking Summits 21 IPA. Um, the You know, the thing you could say about like food in general is like the more cooks and the more ingredients, the better it tastes. And that's sarcasm. But yep. um, this is Summit's 21. It's seven brewers, seven malts, and seven hops. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It's seven times forgettable. Um, I'm drinking. Agreed. Uh, okay. Headflyer. You guys know Headflyer, right? We oh, yeah. Had an episode there. Yeah. So they released a Radiant Baby Kettle Sour. It's pretty fucking tasty. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what fruit it is. But it's definitely fruited. It's like pink. I think it's raspberry, but it doesn't say, which is kind of weird. All right, guys. Um, if you notice the super sexy beer pictures on our Instagram, those are mine. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, 
so I drank a really good beer earlier. Um, this one I'm drinking was definitely a second four pack. All right. So this is Indeed's Pistachio Cream Ale. Um, second four pack, nine ninety nine, <laughs> good price. Uh, I don't know how to describe this beer. Okay, is it silky? <laughs> <laughs> no, if it was silky, he would have said it was silky. It's not, so he doesn't know what to say. I don't really know what to say. I'm, I'm. I, this sounds like I'm being negative, but I'm not. Like. It's just so weird. I just don't really know what to say. Maybe let's maybe let's circle back sweet? with you. Is it let's sweet or no? Mm, it seems like it's not going to be sweet, but it's got kind of a sweet pistachio aftertaste. Um, oh gosh, if you could get your hands on one can of this, I think you'd be like really happy to try it. Let's circle back with you, Eric, in like twenty minutes. After, yeah, we'll check and out. then and then see what you think. Like after you've had a few more drinks. Yeah, I'm 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 thankful for indeed being brave and throwing out something there that is a flavor we don't really get in beer often. So I'm right. interested with where I'm at right now. All right, okay. so here we go. We are gonna hit you guys with all the sports issues that you guys care about most, and that is gonna start with NASCAR is officially back. I don't Crickets. care. Crickets. Um, uh, Kevin Harvick wins the NASCAR's return at Darlington. No fans, but all the engine revving that you could ever want. Um, was he the guy? Wait, was he the guy that said the N word when he was doing a live stream, or was he no, the guy no. that says the N word all the time? I think he probably <laughs> just says it. I think he probably just says it around company that he feels he feels uh, safe around. Okay, uh, okay. But yeah, no, I don't care at all. Um, I, I don't think I would go to NASCAR if I even, unless I got to drive the, the, the car, pace car, pace car, or I got a, a car just sponsored me. Like, like I was on the car's hood. Eric, I'm surprised this isn't one of your takes of like, I feel like it, like your, your, uh, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys as a running back. Like if you got a week's worth of training, yeah, you'd be able I to thought he was going to say if I could drive, I thought he was going to say if I could yeah, drive. I, I thought that's where he was going with too. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that I could drive the car around the track with no one else on the track. Yeah. I, 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 that. I don't think I could. I think you're, I more, would, you're more built to be a, a running back in the NFL than for sure. For sure. Big thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy thighs. Yeah. yeah but here's, here's the thing. Um, we think that they're like driving on flat ground, but they're like literally halfway up a wall. No, it's like 70 degrees. Like that's, that's the bank. I, I would be terrified. I would be driving at about 60 and it would be a, it would be a mess. So. And the guy in the horn would be like, dude, you got to go faster. Otherwise yeah. this isn't going to work. Yeah. Your car is just going to slide down the track if you're going that fast, dude. So no, that's not for me. NASCAR isn't either. I don't care that it's back. Anyone who's excited that NASCAR is back isn't listening to this pod. I apologize, everyone. All right. Um, also, golf is back. Golf mm. is back. They're playing all kinds of charity games. I don't care about any of them, except I found myself getting pretty excited about Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. I mean, I... <sighs> Dude, you're killing me here. Really? Don't care about golf. Okay, okay. Dude, I, I is just the, the, you know, I gotta say the white people sports coming in hot right away here. I can't believe hockey isn't back yet. Dude, dude, dude. Where's basketball, man? Where's fucking I where's wish football? I, where's everything? 
okay, well, one, I'm trying to save those for some real combo. Two, <laughs> the news. Three, I guess we're going to keep it to white people sports here because also UFC is back. <laughs> well, that's a little bit. That's. I mean, I guess maybe white fans predominantly, but like the athletes are mixed at least. Sure. Um, it was uh, it was kind of surreal watching the stuff last weekend where there was nobody in the stands and you could literally hear it kind of like listening to, you know, German soccer. Like you could hear the coaches yelling things and it's just a, it's a very different experience. I kind of think it's fun actually. I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's cool. I think it's kind of enjoyable to watch. Um, I think we obviously love to get looks at what happens behind the scenes. I mean, it's obvious with the things that they put out on documentaries and the content that teams and leagues put out. So I think like getting that listen into what's happening in a fight and just like hearing the thud of people's legs and shins and fists hitting people is pretty wild. So dude, you know what I can't wait for? I hope that they do the NBA finals without an audience there and there's camera and it's just like, you can hear everything. You could hear everything they say and do. And they're always talking, you know, and you catch them oh, here the, and there. The, the, court, the courtside mics in an NBA game are gone. When the Wolves have no chance, as they never do, Let's and you just watch the NBA playoffs just to enjoy the spectacle of it, this would be so fun. I think that that's what people want, but I think the NBA is going to give you, like, fake audio. Really? They're going to give you like, shoes and guys being like, nice shot, man. And like, it's not going to be a really oh, thing. No, I think, well, dude, I think that's the, some tinfoil uh, hat shit, dude. That's a no, I think, I, no, I think the, uh, I think the court side announcing is going to be gone and they're going to be moved up somewhere or they're going to be in a room where they're viewing it on TV and calling it the best that they can. Uh, because you're not going to want like that level of silence to hear all of the trash talk that goes on. Yeah, they're on like, the I will fucking kill you. Like, uh, they're like, hey, they yeah. eat it out there. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess the sensors missed that one. So one thing we talked about a few weeks ago, and I want to ask you guys again, still the rumors are persisting that UFC is going to put on fight Island. Is that something that you'd be excited about? No, because I have to pay for it. What if it was just on TV? Well, Dude, I, I might watch it then. UFC, man. I just don't don't care. I enjoy UFC, but I like the the sixty dollars a week or sixty dollars every other week is uninteresting. Plus, I have to have like the ESPN Plus subscription. Like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Dude, I'm out. I have to ESPN me it, the highlights are fun. I love watching like crazy fight clips and all that stuff. But if, for me, watching live fights, I'm not there. I have uh, ESPN Plus, and what I've realized is you get you pay six bucks a month or five bucks a month or whatever it is, and then the fights are just on there like after they happen. So like if you don't pay sixty bucks, like I never do, you could just like turn it on like two hours later, and they're just like on there for free, or I guess for your five dollars a month. So, all right, guys, sticking with the fight mm-hmm. theme, uh, everyone went crazy watching old ass Mike Tyson beat the crap out of some. Punching, punching bag or whatever those things are called, the punching mitts. Um, now there's rumors and uh, overseas offers for Mike Tyson to fight with fights ranging in uh, purse for him somewhere between one and $20 million. $20 million? Well, do that's a have, huge range. Do you have any interest in watching Mike Tyson get back in the ring? 
So there's two sides to this coin for me. One is, you know, in our previous episode, we were talking about like the 90s and nostalgia with the cartoons and things like that. There's a lot of throwback stuff. So, you know, 10 year old Ryan is like, I absolutely want to see Iron Mike get back in the ring and wreck some fools. And then there's the other then there's the other side of the coin of like, um, would it be fun watching a 50 year old man get bludgeoned in the head? Because, yeah, he could he could beat up his like training partner, his sparring partner. Um, but like actually watching him get like beat in the face might be like kind of sad and gross right. and weird. So, um, like, yeah, do you I don't, pair him? Do you pair him with a younger fighter? And no. then you see like a younger man beating him. Or do no. you do you pair him with like an uh, his age fighter and then there is none because no one's fighting in his age? Okay. I don't think it makes any sense. I don't think it can happen. I have the perfect match for him. Oh, well then, uh, not take it all back. Mike Tyson not fighting ever again because it's dangerous to society to watch an old man get hurt. The best case scenario for us is that he doesn't fight and he continues to be like in cool Instagram videos, like training young boxers. Like, have you seen him like? kind of working with like young MMA guys and stuff. It's all pretty cool. Let him have a career as kind of like this mentor to boxers and UFC guys and, and stay in great shape. Cause like I saw a picture like eight years ago and he was so fat. I couldn't believe it. Well, like so from good. the hangover movies, like he was like, like almost 300 pounds. He like a big fat guy. Yeah. Like, Oh, he's a joke. And then he got the face tat and now he's like cool again. So have your re- Renaissance Mike Tyson, you bit someone's ear off. We'll all forget about it. Just stay cool. So the only the only way I think this works is if it's a very, very, very short fight, like a three round, uh, more of like an exhibition with a contest type of deal. Like uh, like some good some good punches landed, and you get that nostalgia feel. But at the same time, like watching that video, Mike Tyson would knock a motherfucker out. Yeah, instantly. Like he still has. That like weird killer instinct ability to throw some heavy, heavy punches. So you want to see it happen? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that I do. Like Dude, I think as long as I, I don't know. Like I, it would be epic if he knocked out fucking Conor McGregor <laughs> or just something like some stunt ex, you know, Don King I, type of shit. Personally, I think he would. I think he would kill Conor McGregor. Yeah, he would well, kill yeah. I, I think he would. You think he would? Well, he's way, way bigger, way bigger. Yeah, I, that, that's not Conor a fair. McGregor, you got to remember, like Ryan, you might be able to beat up Conor McGregor. Well, Conor McGregor weighs like 170 pounds at his heaviest. Like Mike Tyson's, like I'm just saying, like he's a, people kind of forget that, like how small Conor McGregor is. But Mike Tyson's a heavyweight. Conor McGregor would would punt Ryan's head from his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> he would I, just, would, I would. I would. I would last just one, I would last one second in the ring with Conor McGregor and I would be tapping the floor, be like, no, it's over. I would I would, okay. I would do everything I could to dodge the first punch and go down like I got hit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, just saying that <laughs> there's a reason he doesn't get to go up and fight dudes that are just bigger than him. Like he's a small man. Yes, he'd kick all of our asses. I wonder if all three of us could even take him and he'd kill all of us, but no, because we'd be he's so a small man. Mike Tyson would destroy him. He would kick me in the side of the knee and my leg would break in two. And then you guys would be so fearful to even go towards him that Oh, Eric, you're acting like you'd be the first one to go after him? Come on. No, I probably 
probably no, would. he's the slowest. He'd get well, caught for he's, br- he's bringing the heavy thighs yeah, in with him. Right, man. Running backs aren't all fast with power. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So a couple other things in news. Um, we're going to focus a little bit on Minnesota sports for the moment. Um, Kirill Kaprizov, or Kaprizov, I believe is how they say it in Russia, um, is supposedly coming to the Minnesota Wild. Now, the universe hates Minnesota sports so much that when they finally were about to get a player, as soon as his contract expired, there was a global pandemic. And so mm. not able to sign with the Wild. Now, as the Wild move into the summer, Kap- Kaprizov would have been excited to join the Wild for the last part of their season. Also, taking one of the only two years off of his remaining contract for the Wild, meaning that starting next year, he'd be going into the final year of his deal already, looking for a raise. Now, the Wild don't really want that, but I think they also fear just losing him for nothing. Now, the NHL has already said he won't be allowed to play with the Wild when we come back, leading a few people to speculate that that means maybe he will re-sign with Russia again, meaning he won't come to the Wild. And do you think he would sign more than a year contract, I'd imagine? I don't know, dude. Putin runs this shit. It's Putin's team. Like, oh, sketchy this shit. is unbelievable. I didn't know about this. Yeah, so Kaprizov most likely will play for the Wild at some point here. Um, but there's just at least a, a bit of uncertainty at this point. Um, as he's going to kind of have to just sit on the sideline now for months. Say the next season doesn't start until December or something like that. I mean, he's going to have to just sit out until that time. I believe he's going to be able to practice with them to some degree, but I don't really know. So, so the only thing would be the money. Like if, if Russia isn't having their uh, season either, um, which I'm sure they'll, uh, to my knowledge, I think Russia's only had like two confirmed cases of the coronavirus. So um, they seem to be doing pretty well in, in keeping it contained. Um so that that might be the only thing is that if if they're not having their season and the wild aren't having their season until December that he might say well it's just it's just worth it to wait for the wild season and we'll see what happens from there. So that's I think that might be the only saving grace. All right, uh, finally, Anthony Harris, safety for the Vikings, who looked like he was going to be on the move for a few weeks in uh, the offseason here and up to the draft. Officially signed his tender today, making him one of the highest paid safeties in the league for a year, making about $11.5 million. He put out a post on Instagram today talking about how excited he is for the upcoming season and how he's looking forward to signing a long-term contract with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Anthony Harris is truly um, one of the most underrated players in the entire NFL. PFF had him the last couple years as one of their top three safeties um, for two years running. Um, he's a big playmaker, led the NFL in interceptions last year, and is a focal point of Mike Zimmer's defense. Um, but he's not a name that you hear, you know, tossed about. Like you've heard so many Minnesota sports writers talk about how we're doomed because Everson Griffin and Linval Joseph are gone. And Anthony Harris is so much more critical to our success at this point than those guys were last year. Um, and so, yeah, he's kind of the, the best player you don't really hear about and a really important piece of what the Vikings do on defense. So good to have Ant Harris back in the mix. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I understand the, the, the NFL mindset for a lot of the players is like, I need a long-term deal, but so many of those long-term deals are like, yeah, we can cut you at any time and pay you nothing. So I think it's better for him to just sort of capitalize right now, bet on himself, 
And then when this whole thing kind of settles down, um, you know, make your $11 million this season, which is by no stretch of the imagination, chump change, right? I mean, that's a pretty solid salary. And then explore the market again in a year. It's fine. And and help the Vikings out at this point in time. And if they can work out a long-term deal, great. If not, you know, we'll uh, we'll figure it out from there. If not, we'll take the compensatory pick. Sure, exactly. All right. Uh, and then finally, the um, Major League Baseball is on their way back. Um, they have proposed a plan to have 40% of the pay for players for 82 games in a season. Some of the players, some big players not too happy about this massive pay cut. Um, but it's kind of their fault because they don't have a collective bargaining agreement on how to split revenue because they are living in, uh, the past when it comes to having a league with no salary cap. Uh, so what do you guys think about baseball coming back? And do you foresee there being a problem with how they divvy up the money? So some of the things that they've proposed, uh, as in major league baseball has said, there will be no chewing tobacco, no sunflower seeds, and no spitting. Okay, so those, I'm I'm dead serious that they've said there will be no spitting in Major League Baseball for anybody. I don't know how they're going to enforce that. Um, They've also proposed, they've also proposed that, like, they don't have a plan for if somebody does contract the virus, like if somebody gets sick, like what they're going to do. Um, for the team and the games, that is the whole entire thing, and every league, the whole league is just gonna get it, and then you just like they all get over it, and then you just keep playing because they're immune. I mean, no, for like, young healthy dudes, it's what, what I've heard. They just from, are accepting that risk. I think what I've heard from players and owners and all kinds of people now is that the biggest thing is not how to keep people safe; it's that they have to get the players to agree that someone is going to get it and you got, you can't cancel everything because someone gets it. And that's, that's where the hangup is right now on things. Yeah. And they're not comfortable with that, which makes sense. And as soon yeah. as the players are like, yeah, we understand like it is a risk. Um, then we're going to be fine on sports and you know, individual people shouldn't be, shouldn't be, um, you know, punished in the court of public opinion. If they don't feel comfortable with that risk, I think that's, For totally sure. okay. but at the same time, I think we have to understand that we can't have sports and we, and those players can't get paid if there isn't games. Yeah. And so it's just, it is what it is. Um, I think you can believe in social distancing and believe in the threat that coronavirus is and still believe that willing players should be able to make lots of money to take the risk to play in a safe, the safest way possible. So the NBA, their big plan is to go to Vegas, it sounds like, where they are going to rent out a massive hotel for Mm -hmm. um, players, some families, coaches, trainers, everyone, and they are going to live separate, possibly um, reality TV-like lifestyle, uh, where they're going to be having fun, hanging out, playing mini games, being filmed and putting out as much content as they can for people um, while playing a important season. Uh, we're not sure if it will be all teams or some teams, um, but we know for sure we're going to get some kind of playoffs. Uh, a week ago, things didn't look very good, but there were some big breakthroughs 
when they li- they linked up with 10 of the biggest players in the league, and those 10 players desperately want to play. So it seems like they are uh, very close at this point to coming up with a conclusion on how they can make this happen. Wow. That's fantastic. I hope so. I love the NBA. It's pretty much my favorite league. Um, nothing like the spectacle of football, but I would love that. I, I agree. I'm really excited about it. I, I want some sports back and, you know, for the leagues that can figure out how to do it in a safe way, it will be really fun. So, all right. Finally, last thing we're going to talk about today, um, the Bundesliga, the German Bundesliga, the top division of German football, soccer, uh, is back. It came back this weekend. It was on tons of channels, and it was uh, one of the only real sporting events that people could watch. So we are going to help you get yourself into the Bundesliga. Ooh. So here we go. sounded kind of dirty. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to dive in to who you should be paying attention and who you shouldn't. Now, the Bundesliga is not like the Premier League. The Premier League has so much freaking money. Um, even the poor teams in the Bundes- or in the Premier League in England have lots of money. I mean, that's how the league really is. The TV yeah. deals are so big. The sponsorship deals are so big that there are really good players that are playing on bad teams. Um, there is parity. Uh, sometimes teams are really good for two or three years, um, but rarely longer than that. Um, there's been a top six teams in the Premier League with um, Arsenal, Chelsea, um, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, and Spurs. And I didn't do that in order of favor. I did that in alphabetical order, to be fair for everyone. Um, kind of joining that list are teams like Wolves, Everton. Some people think Newcastle with new ownership now. Um, and a couple Buster. other Buster City, um, you know, have kind of crashed the party on that. Uh, but plenty of money in that league. Now, the, the Bundesliga is not like that. They do not have that level of parity. Bayern Munich has won the championship every year since 2012. That's my well, team. Okay. Oh, that's my team. Oh, fair. That's to be fair, the best team to be my they, team. They do have parity outside of the top one. Sure, but, but other than that, yes, there's no parity. Probably a more outside of the top two. It's usually there's other big teams though. They're just having down years, years, decades, Mo- decades. <laughs> Um, for the most part, Bayern Munich has been the top team and Borussia Dortmund has been the number two team for quite some time. Um, but there is kind of a group behind them, some very historic, some very new. Um, Borussia Mönchengladbach, um, Red Bull Leipzig, uh, Bayer Leverkusen, Wolfsburg, Schalke, uh, Mainz, Augsburg, Eintracht Frankfurt was really good last year, made a deep run the year before in the Europa League. Um, so there are some really cool historic teams and we're going to try to give you a few teams to cheer for this year in the Bundesliga before everything else comes back. And can we, and with that, we'll kind of pair like maybe a, a U.S. soccer influence to, to who you maybe want to cheer for. Yes. Okay. So, um, I'm going to run through a few teams starting a little lower in the table. So I said Eintracht Frankfurt, um, they were kind of a factory for some good players uh, the last few years. They had some real luck um, with some Eastern European players. Some of those guys who played on like that Croatian team that went deep in the World Cup. They went to the final, right? They lost to France in the final. Correct. Uh, so Eintracht Frankfurt, they've been in the Europa League the last few years. They went really deep one year. Um, they're down in 13th right now. Um, they have some fun players, uh, but I, I probably wouldn't waste my time if I were you. Um, if you want kind of an up-and-coming team, Hertha Berlin um, is kind of an exciting team. 
they have some cool young players. Uh, they are obviously in the nation's capital in Berlin. Um, and they've had lots of U.S. players throughout the year. They even had Jurgen Klinsmann, the former U.S. national coach, as their coach up until Ooh. November. Um, but really moving to the teams that you should be looking out for. The first of that is Schalke, one of the historically great teams in Germany. Um, they've won major trophies uh, over the past few decades, um, a few years kind of in the wilderness, uh, but they have constantly had some really fun talent um, all the way. Uh, they have one of the top United States players in the world, um, Weston McKinney, who is a midfielder for the U.S. He's going to be a stalwart, like a guy who is constantly starting for the U.S. for years to come. Um, and was mentioned often in their match against Borussia Dortmund this oh, past Saturday. Uh, other than that, um, Serder is one of their guys' names. Uh, he's a midfielder, kind of an attacking guy. He has seven goals um, since the beginning of 2020, I believe. Um, but other than that, they're just a solid team. Um, they have a German keeper um, who's on his way to Dortmund. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, on his way to uh, Bayern Munich next year. Um, so one of the best young keepers in Germany. Um, yeah, I mean. Hashtag Neuer out. Yeah, old spirit. Um, yeah, so that's definitely a team that you could follow if you want to be in the, in the, you know, following a team without being on the bandwagon too hard. Do you um, want to root for the Everton of the German Bundesliga? That's your team. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Their kits might even be very similar, too. All right, I'm just going to go to the top five. great kids that we're, that we're talking about here. All these teams look so fucking cool, by the way. All right, so All right. when we go to the top five teams, um, the first one is uh, Bear Leverkusen, okay? Um, okay. Ryan, what did you tell us was their nickname? Neverkusen. That was Tony Ballster. Oh, yeah. Never. So they are uh, a team that is always pretty good. They have lots of cool young talent, um, but they never win the title. Sounds a lot like a Minnesota sports. So if you want to be a Minnesota sports fan in Germany, you could be a fan of Bayer Leverkusen. I think um, I think you missed you passed over Jimbo's uh, uh, quip there, which was Spurs. Question connection. I, I smell Spurs all over that. Yes, that's that's absolutely who they are. Um, Spurs always good, always have a fun roster. Um, they are home to one of the best young talents in the world who's been linked to every single big team on earth. Um, most notably, he's probably been linked to Bayern Munich, um, Liverpool, and uh, Real Madrid. And that's Kai Havertz, okay? He's a 20-year-old attacking midfielder. Uh, he can do it all. He's going to be one of the best in the world. Uh, he will be the key piece to the German national team moving forward. He already is a full German national as a 20 year old. Um, I would say he's one of the five to 10 biggest prospects in the entire world. He's going to get sold in the next two years for about a hundred million Euro. Um, huge, huge talent. One of the best guys you could follow in the entire league. Um, so Jimbo will care if he goes to Liverpool, if not, he's out. Uh, just a couple other guys. They got a guy named Musa Diaby, a super speedy winger. They got him from PSG. He's a pretty exciting young player. Um, they have a guy named Ezekiel Palacios, 
who is a young Argentinian midfielder who's going to be an absolute star. Um, they have the pride of Jamaica, Leon Bailey, who is like one of the fastest players in the world. Like, not a great finisher, um, but super fast. But he is crazy fast, yeah. Um, they have a guy named Jonathan Ta, uh, who's a really good German def- national defender. Um, and then they have uh, a guy named Kevin Roland, who is a kind of boring, but just super clinical. Sounds so boring. I already forgot his name. Kevin Roland. And (laughs) he's like not ever going to be a superstar, but he's going to be good forever. That kind of guy, just like he's just solid. So Um, that's Bear Leverkusen. You might say Bear, like Bear Aspirin. Yes, it is like Bear Aspirin. It is the same place. So Bear Mm. Leverkusen, one of the teams that you could follow. Um, If you love bandwagons, if you want to jump on the bandwagon, um, the team for you might be Red Bull Leipzig. Red Bull like the drink Red Bull. That's because they own teams all across the globe, from New York to Leipzig to uh, what's the Austria one? I can't even think of it. Anyway, so they're Red Bull. They put themselves in the name. Yes, Red Bull Leipzig. With their I, I always kind of wondered. I'm like, all right, that's weird. I thought that was so weird. So uh, a couple hmm. guys, Leipzig. This is a team known for having some of the best young talent in the world they have become an absolute factory of producing superstars most of those superstars go on to bigger and better things um for instance a guy we'll talk about soon um irving holland who's the superstar striker for Borussia dortmund was just sold to them in the winter from red bull leipzig so they are all about building up future stars and selling them off for big money a few of those names you should definitely be watching out for um, Deo Upamecano, who has been linked to every team in the Premier League. Literally every team in the Premier League that's in the top seven. I would say most notably Chelsea and Arsenal, um, but also um, Bayern Munich is hot on his trail. Um, Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid, everybody wants him. Um, he's in the last year of his contract. He's a young French defender who's super fast and super athletic. So he's a name to watch. Um, this guy, Nkunku, Christopher Nkunku, who's a, uh, attacking midfielder striker from France. Um, super exciting. He just made a move over there this year. He scored a bunch of goals. And then Timo Werner, he's a guy, if you're a Liverpool fan, um, you should be really excited about. He, he's begging Liverpool to come by him. He's the striker for the German national team. He's one of the best in the world. Could be coming to Liverpool sooner. Also than linked to Chelsea pretty heavily. Um, and then... Uh, what's Adams, Tyler Adams, the U S um, yep. midfielder, uh, future stalwart for the, for the U S national team is one of their big players. Uh, and then they signed a guy, um, Danny Olmo, um, a Spanish attacker. He's going to be an absolute phenom for them in the next few years. So they're loaded. They're a lot of fun. They're kind of in the title race, but they blew it this weekend by taking a terrible loss at the very end of the game, dropping them all the way down to fourth place from second place. Eric, the other team you were thinking of is uh, Salzburg. Um, the Dutch team. Salzburg's a big team. Or, uh, the Austrian team. Salzburg. All right. Your top three teams in the league currently, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, they're pretty loaded. Uh, they're not as exciting of a team. Um, Dennis Zachariah is a big-time stud midfielder that they have. Marcus Thurum is a young French striker who's been great this year. Uh, and then Plia, I believe is his name, Alassane Plia is a French striker who's one of the leading goal scorers in the whole league. He scored like three minutes into their game um, yesterday uh, to put them up. But really and truly, if you yeah, want to... Yeah, literally, win, it was a minute 30 into the match, and it was kind of a good goal, too. 
if you really want to just watch the big teams in the league, um, Bruce Dortmund uh, is second place. They're pretty much perennially in second place. Um, they are always loaded with young talent. They probably are the best team at developing superstar players of anyone in the world. Um, they sold Usmane Dembele for big money. They sold um, Arsenal's striker, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, for big money. They have sold... Who's that, who's that American kid? Um, Kristen Pulisic from Chelsea. They sold... <laughs> I mean, they literally... They just manufacture young players that are going to go on to be superstars. And boy, do they have a few of them right now. <clears throat> they have some of the most exciting talent in the world. And it all starts with the best young player on earth, England's own Jaden Sancho. Um, this kid, besides Kylian Mbappe, is the best young player on earth. Um, he is heavily linked with a move to Manchester United. And as much as I hate Man United, I hope he goes there because it just makes the Premier League even better. And those are the We need them to come back and fuck with us, please. I actually want it. I feel bad. Those are the players that you want in the Premier League. Um, he's a 19-year-old phenom um, for, for Dortmund right now. They also have the guy I mentioned earlier, Erling Holland, the striker. He's like 19 years old. He's My kingdom for <laughs> Erling Holland. <laughs> he's Norwegian. Um, he will be at Dortmund for about two more years before he's the striker at Real Madrid. Uh, he is... Or Bayern. He has 16 goals in 15 games at this point. Um, he literally just scores for fun. Uh, they also have such guys as Julian Brandt, who a lot of people think is their current best player. Um, they have uh, Torgon Hazard, uh, the other Hazard brother. They have Marco Royce, who's been there forever, even though everyone else has left the team. And uh, finally, they have uh, Gio Arena, the superstar 17-year-old um, wing. From 17 the- years old. Plays big minutes for them. Um and is like going to be a big deal for us. Like he's going to be maybe Pulisic with better goal scoring if he keeps developing. At he the was supposed game. to start uh, yesterday. We're recording this on Sunday. He was supposed to start on Saturday in their match against Schalke, but he got hurt during warmups. So that's kind of bad. But other than the fact that we have a extremely young extremely talented player starting for the number two team in the German Bundesliga who is going to have a major impact on the U.S. men's national team. That couldn't be more exciting. Um, All right. Now, anyone who's a sports fan, especially soccer fans, but if you just like sports, I want you to take out your phone while I'm telling you this, and I want you to look this kid up and find some pictures. There's a guy who plays for Borussia Dortmund's U19 team right now, and you're like, dude, Bert, this is too much. You're going too deep. I don't you're going, care. I, I would say that, yeah. I don't even like soccer, but I need to tell you about this guy. His name is Yusofa. It's like U Y O U S S O U F A is his first name. Mukoko M O U K O K O. He's okay. a- it's coming up. It's coming up. Google. <laughs> he's a I'm 15, doing it. He's a 15-year-old. He yep. the pictures of him are hilarious because he's like 18 inches taller than everyone he's playing. He plays for their U19 team as a 15-year-old and he broke the league record. Uh he scored 34 games in the first like 25 games. He 34 goals in the first like 25 games. He's literally the biggest, strongest, fastest teenage person you've ever seen and there's all these images of him on the internet playing against kids his age and he's like it's like me versus Billy. 
your son, James. <laughs> like so, he's fifteen, but he's he's five ten. That's not that tall for. He's fifteen. And he's built like a grown man. Like he's just an absolute <laughs> beast. A uh, guy to watch in the future. So he plays, for, he plays for Dortmund's U nineteen. Yeah, he's, yep. he's like a little boy. He's a forward. And he literally, there's, there's, the internet is just full of pictures of him playing against kids with no hair on their legs that are like, you know, four ten and probably great for their age, but they have no chance. So. So it's like watching LeBron James play high school basketball. Yes, it's like that. All right, guys, and then finally, um, the last team, the the uh, the Yankees, the Patriots, the the I don't know Alabama football, whatever you want to compare them to. Um, Bayern Munich. Um, the, the the crown jewel of German soccer. Um, they always have a ton of talent. A um, couple of their big players, uh, Robert Lewandowski is their big striker, uh, leads the league in goals literally every single year. Uh, painful for me to say it, Serge Gnabry, former Arsenal player, is uh, German international starter for the German team. They're, they're a reigning player of the year. Um, he's one of their big star players. Uh, they have... Uh, Joshua Kimmich, 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 Kimmich. I don't know how to say his name. Kimchi, uh, Kimchi, Kimmich, Kimmich. He's one of the, <laughs> the best uh, versatile midfielder, fullback kind of players in the league. And then the guy I want to mention to everyone is Canadian left back Alfonso Davies. Davis, Davies. I don't know. Uh, he's 18 years old. He's Canadian, like I said, and he is like one of the three best left backs on earth. He is an absolute phenom. It's cool to see a guy from North America over in that German league uh, dominating. Seems to be a lot of Americans. Now there's some Canadians there as well. Um, every player on Munich is really good. Um, they are the the best team in Germany and always one of the best teams in the world. So don't they have don't they have Coutinho now too? Yeah, they, he's like a bench player for them. <laughs> one of the best offloads of all time. I mean, be real. Liverpool genius. Yeah, so I mean, the league is really fun. Um, a lot of uh, players come from the Bundesliga into uh, the Premier League um, because it's a very physical, fast, athletic league like the Premier League. And so, a lot of people who like the Premier League also really like the Bundesliga. So, um, if you're in looking for something, pick one of those teams. Um, I I've always liked Dortmund. Um, I actually saw them in person once. They had the best fans I've ever seen in my life. Um, and the, and the, the black and yellow is pretty cool too. Like they do, oh, they do they look, so their, their kits are pretty elite. Oh. In general, it's just star players everywhere. U.S. players all over the place. Seems like every one of the teams has got a good young United States player. So I don't know, just a whole lot of fun. And uh, I'm just happy to have some live sports back, even if there's no fans there. Ryan, what's your team? Dortmund. Your German team. You're Dortmund? Yeah, because of the Pulisic connection. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, I like the I like the Bayern Munich only because I was like once in Munich for like two nights. That's the only place I've been in Germany. <laughs> but I didn't know they were so good when I picked them. You guys are throwing me. Oh, stop it, Jesus! Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. I was like, oh, I like their kits and their Munich, and I was like in Munich and it was fun, and that's all I know. And so they they wow. pronounced my name like, like correctly. You know, they it was just a beautiful thing. So. So, when are you are you going to be a Patriots fan this season? Or, I mean, at this rate with the Vikes, who fucking knows? 
If are they do big, what we predicted last week in the podcast, then no, I'll be so are happy you, to see are, what they Are you a big Astros or Dodgers guy, or like what? What's the what's the deal with your rooting interest now? I don't know. Baseball, all the best teams are just cheaters, just like uh, Patriots. So I bet you love the Golden State Warriors too. I'm more of a Bulls guy. Okay. Ninety-six. Um. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's all the time we have. I will just tell you the pistachio cream ale. Um. It's really interesting. I'm not going to say I love it, but it's definitely not bad either. It's just, it's very strange. And I just appreciate companies going for it. Um, so if you can get your hands on a pistachio cream ale, um, just give it a shot. It is a lot of fun. Pistachio, I don't know if I wanted it in a lot of beer, but I'm happy to try it in a beer. And I'm happy that Indeed went for it on this one. So a lot of fun trying that one tonight. And like you said, a great second four pack. Great, great, great second four pack. Be a little bold with that second four pack, guys. <laughs> all right guys that, that is all the time we have this week on the nordies podcast go back listen to that first episode first episode was absolutely on fire 90s cartoon talk was so much fun go vote on that which 90s cartoon was your favorite my personal pick is doug because doug freaking rocks but you 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 be the judge of that um we also talked about uh uh god what's his name jonah hill we talked about jonah hill we talked about a marvel rewatch of the guardians of the galaxy we gave you all kinds of things you should be watching and paying attention to that was on our first podcast of the week but until next week is all the time we have here on the northeast podcast